0: Hello, we are back, another week, another blog. It's Jack March here from rheumatology.physio and this week I've been thinking very much about rheumatology and its place in the hearts and minds of MSK therapists. While I was thinking about this, I found the start of a blog I planned on writing about two years ago and it triggered me to write this. I'm going for a shameless request this week to increase visibility. Why not suggest it to a colleague? Tag them on social media or bring it up in a training session. It's much more fun when we learn together. The recurrent features are back with the legend of the blog, and why not read the blog while listening to some rock music? The recurrent features are back with the legend of the blog, and there's also some music from Huberstank at the end where I try not to get into copyright trouble please do consider heading to rheumatology.physio forward slash shop to find more resources supporting me to continue this hair-bearing project. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast channel or find me on social media at physiojack or rheumatology.physio depending on where you're looking. As usual, feedback is greatly appreciated and any further reading for me, please do send it my way. Please remember, this blog is not a replacement for clinical reasoning and if you're unsure, get advice. This week's legend of the blog is Andrew Cuff, who, apart from his boat-shoe-wearing nature, changed so much of my thinking around red flag recognition, understanding, framing and teaching. His incessant cricket references should not deter you from checking out the courses he has to offer, and I've done a lot of courses on red flags for MSK, and his is by far the best available for clinical application. Find him on Twitter at Andrew V. Cuff and find his website, spinalredflags.co.uk. Onto the blog. So, what is rheumatology? Rheumatology is a branch of medicine dealing with the investigation, diagnosis, and management of arthritis and other inflammatory or autoimmune conditions. According to the British Society of Rheumatology, this incorporates over 200 disorders. It is important to note at this stage that a significant number of musculoskeletal conditions also affect other organ systems. I personally find it fascinating how contemporary discussions around even osteoarthritis, arguably the archetypal mechanical condition just a few years ago, now focuses around metabolic features and systemic inflammation. Rheumatology for MSK therapists varies wildly depending upon the setting individuals places themselves in and the point within the care pathway that they meet a patient. Let's provide some examples. If I'm working in a private practice physiotherapy clinic and in walks John. He has bilateral metacarpal phalangeal joint swelling with significant early morning joint stiffness. I correctly recognise this might be rheumatoid arthritis. At this time, my absolute priority is to get John in front of a rheumatologist as quickly as possible. Again, this process will vary depending on local pathways. I might provide John with some advice from a physiotherapy perspective, but John has what I would argue are red flags, or signs that point to a systemic inflammatory condition that need onward referral for further investigation yet this time is not really a physiotherapy candidate. Now let's say John walks into my clinic six weeks later. He might have exactly the same symptoms, but he has now been seen by rheumatology, received a diagnosis and started medication. He therefore is now a physiotherapy candidate. A caveat to that rather binary distinction is that there are of course things that can be done during that period of six weeks, which was an arbitrary period of time as well, that could help John to manage his symptoms but rather my point here is that we absolutely should not delay his getting to rheumatology in any way. There is another clear example of this time difference. Let's take Sue. She has plantar fasciitis in her right foot, which has lasted the best part of a week. I discuss her past medical history and she has cutaneous psoriasis, but no other relevant issues. We discuss her load profile and a graded loading program as a management strategy. Now, Let's say Sue walks in with exactly the same symptoms but has had them for six months and already tried a graded loading program. This now chronic plantar fasciitis and non-responsive therapy makes me consider if spondylovar arthritis might be the underlying cause. Rheumatology recognition sits as a slightly odd priority for therapists. It's not a true medical emergency like cordial syndrome that requires the patient to attend a e Nor is it like an acute undiagnosed osteoporotic fracture where we need to know its stability before proceeding with any physio at all. Almost all outcomes in rheumatology are linked to delayed diagnosis. Pain, disability, medication requirements, ability to work and a lot more are deleteriously affected by longer waits for diagnosis and therefore effective treatment. This is the reason I consider these to be red flag conditions when undiagnosed. Shortening this delay is by far the most effective thing you can do for your patient at this time. I've commented many times about attempting to understand these conditions to enable effective screening. It's not easy. Humans, it turns out, are unique and so don't often fit into lovely diagnostic medical boxes. It is not sufficient to have a knowledge of the musculoskeletal system only. These conditions affect other systems. The integumentary system, for example. That's one I learned from Andrew Cuff. And overlap with other multisystemic disorders as well, such as metabolic conditions like diabetes. Of course I am biased, but I want to try and pull more attention towards these conditions, particularly because of the MSK nature they are going to present to physiotherapists, chiropractors, osteopaths, sports therapists and others. We see so much attention given to tendons, low back pain, anterior knee pain. Let's shove some of that towards rheumatology. We might not be the ones making a big difference with treatment, but arguably the biggest difference here is appropriate recognition. Thank you so much for listening. Please do check out my other blogs and resources, and I hope to see at least some people in person at some point in the near future. But for now, I'm going to leave you with a small excerpt of this week's music choice, which is Huberstank, Born to Lead. With eyes closed tightly, I march so blindly, pretending everything's fine because you're there to keep me in line. And I'll see you next time on another blog read. Oh boy.